Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger. Hey, welcome to Advice from a Dipshit, Matt Bronger. With me as always is Amanda. And um, mm. thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for the the hot, hot feedback. Uh, we were just kind of go- talking about uh, why we're not the biggest things in sliced bread yet. I yeah. When our retention know, rate yeah. is higher than most other podcasts and our, our growth rate is uh, just as high as anyone's. So we love over. you as much as you love us. You know, so just tell your friends and we're putting this on you. It's your fault. It's <laughs> it's a it's a thing that all therapists say is to transfer. Just throw everything onto other people because it's never your fault. Um, <laughs> I, it's, it's it's funny. I got interviewed this morning um, for a show I have coming up in Houston, and the guy was asking like what like the podcast. He's like, the name is so funny. What is it? And I kind of got into what it was about. And the guy was immediately like, "Whoa, oh, oh I'm gonna check that out." And you could tell like he was serious because I mean I get it. Usually when you're interviewing people, you're like, "What do you do? What is it? Oh, that's yeah. cool. All right." And you file it away. You might be like, "Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't." But it's uh, uh, he was he was certainly like, "Oh, cool." I think the the big thing of this of this podcast that why, why I love doing it and why I think people are into it is because it's just there's really no expectation and no pressure. It's no. just fucking fun and funny. And if it and if it gives you a little, little light, happy feeling, great. That's that's nice too. But uh, we're not necessarily here to help as much as we're here to entertain. But if helping comes along the way, fantastic. I just yeah. feel like it's it'd be too much pressure for us to just be like, yeah, we're, we're, we're fixing things for you. So yeah, no. tune in and <laughs> uh, we will turn it all around. You can throw it all on us because none of this is your fault. So um, I was also thinking how we've gotten, because we have gotten a lot of real serious ones and, and yes. that's, that's great. That's awesome. But I don't want uh, people to hold back on just sending silly shit in either. That like just occurs to them and go, "Oh, is this a thing?" Or yeah, you know, is this that or the other? Uh, so while it's like sometimes I'll mention that um, in interviews, the 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 guy, the military guy who found out his dad, who was always bragging about being in the military, wasn't in the military at all. That's a very serious one. Which I was like, "Oh God!" Uh, but I, you know, I also mentioned the guy who talked about getting the possum out of the attic when on, on acid with two. Boxing gloves. Uh, boxing gloves. <laughs> I love that one. That was so funny. <laughs> that one was really good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love doing this. I actually went to uh, an event last night in L.A. called We Rise, and they had these like really- Sounds real pretentious. It was, Please go on. Oh, yeah. Shepard Fairy spoke. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Obey, the guy who does Obey and the Hope poster for Obama. And oh, okay, got so, it. yes. So okay, I mean, he's amazing. Yes, but like I mean, I know yeah, his it work. was a hundred percent a pretentious okay. like. <laughs> yeah. And but they're talking about like uh like art as like a movement and things like this, you know. Mm. And every and when they kept talking, I kept thinking about this podcast because we were here to entertain and everything, but we like love interacting with everybody and you know it's been really cool like working with you and and I was just thinking about like like that's part of my what I feel like is a contribution that I'm like really proud of is Mm -hmm. is like doing this and Mm -hmm. yeah like people calling in with really silly questions and people calling in with serious questions and people are emailing me now like especially with our um hungover and heart sick country album suggestions and I just I like Man, it just feels good because I this week have really felt like the burning of our country at the moment. Sure, yeah. So it just was like, ah, oh, okay, cool art. Like, mm-hmm. 
Let's yeah. get out our feels. And like you really are educated on the things going on in the world and speaking about it. And I always like that. A little bit. A little bit. It's, it's, yeah. Are you a liberal from Portland, Matt? Yeah. Mm, You know what? I would say, yeah, of course. Absolutely. (laughs) It's funny. I just said yes. They got a request to go on this podcast that's on some, some platform that's, supposedly very conservative i didn't know about it but i guess these guys are like the 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 leftist of all their shows and they reached out and they're like i know bronger might have concerns blah 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 but you know we kind of just make fun of the news and stuff so it's like i'll go on oh yeah see how it goes for that but but yeah i think it'd be fun but it's like it's 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 that thing where it's like i was looking at some of the other people on the glenn Beck and shits on there and stuff i was like oh really (laughs) but it's kind of like you know it's like yeah 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 i'm definitely i'm definitely a, a a liberal but it's kind of it, like at, at this point you kind of have um especially with the, with the people in power i think even people that think of themselves as conservatives are just completely alienated from their party for the most part mm. you know i mean i, I would go like kind of that far if you kind of get people down to what they believe in they're all kind of just like oh yeah no i'm pretty much traditional liberal values if they're honest with themselves and don't breathe in the fucking fox news hate you know what i mean that <laughs> yeah. we've had and this is what i'm saying is very very broad yeah, and very yeah. you know it's it's very generalized stuff just because it's like i don't want to waste our show going through all the minutiae because yeah, it'll just yeah. be like i'm not that you're you're leading us down no, that path but you know what i'm saying yeah. But yeah, you're yeah, a, I am definitely a fucking lefty. Absolutely. You're a people person. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I am, but I'm not. I'm also, <laughs> it's like, I get along well. I get along well with people, but like, I, I'm also, there's times where I'm just like, I'm like, I don't want to be around anyone right now. Or like, I don't want to interact with human beings. Fuck this. <laughs> I have a lot of, I have a lot of material about that, about just like, just fucking pulling back and, and how the, the, the point, like we're never going to make it if we don't kind of lean in a little bit more and, mm-hmm. and interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Cause so much of what we, what we do to the planet is based on our, our level of convenience and non-interaction, you know, yeah. like, yeah, 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 just like yeah. food delivery, yeah. like fucking your carbon monoxide flying in the air just because you didn't walk down the fucking street to buy a sub sandwich, you know, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? oh, man. but I do it, but, but I, I do yeah, it. Yeah. You know, shoot. So. Like, but that's just a real broad, weird example. Yeah. No, it's okay. So, I got you. All yeah. good. But All right. Anyway. All right. Let's hear the first call. Hey, Matt. Um, this is Jeff from Nebraska. Um, really love your stuff. Uh, my question is, I have uh, a friend from high school that likes to have threesomes with me, specifically, and his wife. Uh, but he has, like, something going on mentally where he has massive mood swings that is a little bit more than bipolar. Uh, but I was just wondering, do you think it's a good idea to continue uh, seeing his wife and him, or what do you think? Let me know. Thanks, bud. Bye. Uh, hey, Jeff. Um, no. I don't think it's, I don't think it's, it's, it's a good idea if this person is having these bipolar, polar as you put it beyond bipolar uh it's so funny that like that makes me think about like how my therapist my therapist i'll be like i had this like fucking you know mental breakdown or or like i'll use terms like that you know or, like i had a total panic attack you know when she called or something like he's like well, you did and i'm like no not really he's like don't use terms like that yeah, and i'm like oh you're right because but it's like that's <laughs> see but on this show you can you know what yeah, i mean it's yeah, like whatever. like well, my therapist my therapist he's like all right just don't you know because it because like the you know he takes me seriously which yeah. is cool you don't want a therapist right. that doesn't take you seriously so totally. anyway not that i'm taking not taking jeff seriously but like just mood swings beyond bipolar would oh, i don't even know what that would be 
that's insane. But to, it's it sound it sounds to me like what's talking to you is the knowledge that something in the three of you having a threesome is contributing to that probably because from from my standpoint I would not be cool with someone having a threesome with me and my wife um but uh that's just me you know so like I think that's probably a lot of our listeners right now are just like yeah fuck you can't be doing that shit with his wife but this guy is who invent invited Jeff from Nebraska so uh he should have been cool with it but I don't know if that's what's interfering with his mood or not armchair me is like yep that's what's doing it but i don't know i don't know but i think in the meantime you're wise to recognize that and wise to possibly go hmm, maybe i shouldn't do this right now uh maybe we should put a hold on this until you uh uh have have um more of a hold in the situation and what's causing his mood i would say Talk to him about it. Talk to your friend about it. Just be honest and mention, like, look, man, you seem like you're swinging back and forth. Sometimes you're happy, incredibly happy, and then you just all of a sudden are incredibly sad. Uh, is there something you want to talk about? And just leave the door open there. I think one of the things that I've learned is, is more often than not, people would like to talk about what's bothering them, and, but need you to ask. Like, not just, don't, don't necessarily say what's wrong, but just say, is, is there something you want to talk about or anything? Just check in. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you can even fucking do a big switcheroo so the pressure's off him. Tell him something you want to talk about and go, Jesus Christ, I keep talking about me. We've been talking for half a fucking hour. Dude, just something you want to talk about, about you? Mm. And then maybe if he's skirting it, maybe lead him along, you know, not to use subterfuge or whatever, however you say that word, but, you know. <laughs> What's that word? Subterfuge. Subterfuge. How do you say that word? <laughs> You just like took on like a prototypical Swedish accent, yeah. or Norwegian, or yeah, it's area. like it's just, it basically means underground, like uh, deceit used in order to achieve one's goal. And what's the word? Subterfuge. That's how you say it. Okay. <laughs> Subterfuge. So, sh- sh- <laughs> yeah, it's not, uh, not so it's not serb to fudge or whatever I said before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. But that's that's my advice to you, man. I, I think you kind of know what you're supposed to be doing. And uh, man, they're they're getting freaky in Nebraska. I'll tell yeah. you right now. Hey, what do you know? That's happening. Good job, Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, being real progressive with yourself. I think I think that in any healthy sexual relationship, if there is an issue, you should talk about it. Yep. And I think the last thing he wants is for like this guy to be in a mood swing. And I'm just gonna like. And be like, you better fuck my wife or else. Yeah, 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 totally. And then <laughs> be like, really and extreme. then be like, hey, quit fucking my wife. Yeah. And like, then like all of a sudden, yeah, he in goes the middle back of it. and he's like, uh, I don't like, like this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I so, mean, everybody kind of has to be on board. Yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're, especially because any- you know each other. This isn't oh, like, oh, it's a wild night out on out out on the traveling road. Man, I will never see these people again. Oh, yeah. So thank God we're, we're we're now at different Waffle Houses. Yeah, is this, is this can men be unicorns? Uh, yeah, I think so. So he's a unicorn. He is kind of a unicorn. He is kind he? of a unicorn. Yeah. All right. Good job, mm-hmm. Jeff. The unicorn. Good job, Jeff. But don't be the unicorn if it's if it's <laughs> it's causing your friend horrible mood swings. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, what's up, Matt? Um, you're one of my few favorite uh, stand-up comedians I've listened to before. Your bit on about, uh, what, the baby owl thing I heard a long time ago. Killed. Thanks. Anyways, uh, thank you for that. 
but I have a couple questions. Um, I'm 30 years old. I feel very old. I just graduated from college in December, University of Arizona. And I don't know, man, I'm trying to get out of this little city and trying to get a real job. And sometimes it feels like I'm too old and I can't do it. I don't have the skills, all that stuff. Um, at the same time, I have not been in many relationships. And so there's a woman I dated um, or was in an actual relationship with for about six months, um, about a year ago, and she pops up every now and again, just in my head, in my thoughts, and I, I wonder, what am I doing wrong? Why am I still thinking about her? I have not been in many relationships, and uh, it feels like sometimes I'm just messing up a little too much. And all I want to do is move to the East Coast, try something new, start a new life, Again, I feel like I'm way older than I really am, um, and I don't know if, there, if you have any advice on a new graduate for being as old as I am, and also being hung up on the girl that really was my first real girlfriend. I, I had some baggage growing up with uh, you know, religion and Christianity, and so I really did not have any real relationships. And so... She was my first, and she still keeps popping up, and I, I'm trying to move, and it feels like sometimes I'm just stuck, and I don't know what to do. I feel very old, and I feel like this girl I'm still hung up on, and wow, I had a lot more wine than I realized. I, sh I should have prepared for this a lot better. Anyways, um, I hope any of that made sense, and uh, thank you for everything you do. Hey, man, I, I think you're being too hard on yourself, and I think uh, 30 is not very old. It is, sure, for an undergraduate, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, and you, you miss this person maybe because she was the only one, and you haven't had a lot to uh, compare it with um, or, 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 or look to on any level of, of, of variety in your life. I think you should uh, try to go on some more dates or try to get a little more social with people. You weren't really clear about what you want to be doing, which is which is okay. Uh, have you reached out for those jobs? What makes you want to move to the East Coast? Do you think the East Coast would be a better place? My fear with that is, you know, no matter where you go, there you are. You're going to end up in the East Coast and still have the same problems. So until you kind of come to terms with what you're going on, what's going on with you, which sounds like a lot of repression, which sounds like you grew up in a probably religious household and. Uh, which is why you probably have a lot of built-in guilt about being 30 and, and being undergraduate and, oh, you're supposed to be here, you're supposed to be there. You're not supposed to be fucking anywhere uh, besides where you are right now, especially because it sounds like you're doing all the right stuff. You went to school, you've you've worked on whatever you're working towards, you're hopefully going for those jobs, but you know, put yourself on Bumble and put yourself on... Uh, uh, some of these, some of these sites, and write even write honest shit and put a picture there, and um, uh, you know, don't leave such long fucking calls when you call girls. <laughs> I'm just kidding, buddy. <laughs> Had to mess with you a little. Um, thanks for the compliments on the on the joke, and uh, and yeah, just give just give yourself a little credit and step back from it and go. All right, this I'm I'm doing fine. I'm doing absolutely fine. There's nowhere I'm supposed to be. You know, think about people that uh graduated from college early and then uh got a job that paid well but that killed their soul and then mm. after a couple of years they got into some trouble with drugs or whatever whatever and they started again would you look down on them 
no, then you shouldn't look down on yourself because whatever you did before, uh, you did. And, and uh, not that it was a bad thing. Maybe you were um, just trying to figure out what to do with your life and then you wanted it to go to school. That's, I think it's awesome that you did that. That takes effort and, um, and intention. So, yeah, I think, I think try to get past uh, your religious upbringing. Therap- therapy can help with that. And, uh, and yeah, just fucking uh, get out there and, and, and do, some, do some dating and whatever you want to do for, the li- for a living, uh, uh, chase after it. So I hope that helps, man. Yeah, I, I actually really relate to this mm-hmm. um, because I, um, I actually got a job opportunity to move up to L.A. like a lot sooner than I did. And I didn't do it because I was still hung up on my ex-husband. And so, like, I took, like, a weird job at, like, a vegan juice company. And I essentially just sat there buying time. And, like, that really sort of, like, slowed down my life. And I remember feeling, like, very stuck. And just nothing was working out because I wasn't doing anything I really, like, loved or to move me forward. So then, even though I've gone to grad grad school, like, undergrad grad school all of that when I was 30 I went back to trade school and um became a radio host for a while so I was 30 with like a total career change got into radio which then eventually led me into podcasting but then I finally moved up to Los Angeles and then that's when things really started going for me because I finally let go of the past I finally was just like embracing whatever was gonna come to me here Mm -hmm. and that was me essentially career restart life restart at 30 years old so uh you know putting yourself out there is the thing right and um and that's like what's led me here and led me to everything that is like a constant (laughs) win-lose battle as i'm slow you know we're all we're all slowly working our way up and then also with this complex he has about his about your age like i have friends who right out of college got really good jobs Mm. and then they had the whole thing where now where then they became like 28 29 weren't happy went into freelance and all that money they saved up is now gone while they're like figuring out the system yeah so me starting my life over and then them re like finagling themselves or both in in the financial situation of no vacations i eat okay i can afford my gym and i can afford my car and that's probably (laughs) that's probably kind of it right now you know and yeah and so it's such an illusion that how you're doing things doesn't matter i think props to you for going to school and finishing like good job man like heck yeah whatever you majored in just start applying to jobs at wild on like the east coast and whoever like grabs you go for it and Mm -hmm. just like let it run wild you know and totally yeah yeah and and i mean i uh i have uh someone who works with a friend of mine who you know, she's very young and she applied to a couple things that it's just, she was like, she's very organized. So she was going to like, you know, uh, a bunch of different jobs that she might or might not have been great for, but they're like institutions. Like for example, she applied at the FBI and uh, she basically didn't, didn't pass their test or whatever, but she's kind of like, she always seems like she's in a crisis of just like, I just don't know what I want to do, but she's crazy young. She's like early 20s. Nope. And I'm just like, you know, you tell my friend, like, you should tell her fucking just chill out. You're 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 so young. Get some time, you know, but it's it's also fair if you're older 
than 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 the early twenties. Like this guy, thirty. Even if he was forty, even if he was fifty, and he's just like, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. You know, it's scary, but that's if you're like honest with yourself, and you're not that person standing in front of your parents when your parents are like, we really want you to be a priest. You're mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's yeah. what I want too. You know, <laughs> yeah. which happened. You know, let's for for forever if you were gay your parents would be like he's gay we your father and i think you have a calling you know yeah so that's that's, a thing oh Oh, gosh no that's that's why so i mean this is a we're going dark right here okay i'm ready to get that's one that's one reason that there's been all of the um the the, the molestations because most of these people that are that are uh a large degree of them are in adolescents or early teens and so there these are these are men looking at these vulnerable people and and having these urges you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. or it's just like we we just the idea of denying homosexuality in the first place and it doesn't exist or it's an abomination and then this person has nowhere to go when especially when they're under their church and under their families and so whoop they go into there but um boy i don't know how we got there I'm, but i guess i got i guess it's i guess that's the like the one of the biggest examples i think i can think of about how not being honest with yourself is fucking poisonous. Right. It's poisonous, you know. Where yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. whether it's it could be an addiction, it could be um, uh, you're not in love anymore, or you are in love and you never told this person, or you are on the track to this job and you hate it. Mm-hmm. You know, like Greg, Greg Giraldo, one of the greatest to do stand up of all time. He was a lawyer, and he he was like he just we hated it so much, and he just started going open mics. And he was just fucking amazing at, at comedy, and he found this other thing. No way. Yeah, and I think there, are, I think there are people in the arts who are, you know, like they 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 have an aptitude, but they might just be hitting a wall about it, and they maybe they want to try something else. Right. So, so it's you, like, so if you were to totally pack up right now mm-hmm. and just move to the East Coast and recreate yourself, what would you do? Me personally. I mean, I don't know. What would be like an awesome thing? Like hmm. move to North Carolina and become like a famous comic book artist. Uh-huh. Or uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh let's see, what else could you go do? You could go move to New York and become and own an antiquated bookstore. Sure. Or you could <laughs> that would yeah, be a fun funny. person I, to be. I as much as what I do drives me insane, I can't think of a single thing I I would drop it all to do. You know, even like how Steve Martin was like, just stop doing stand up cold. And he was playing stadiums. He just wanted to do acting and just wanted to write. But even that is like, you know, I could see that because you're still you're still expressing yourself. You're still you're still acting. You're still writing. You're still being funny, mm-hmm. which is like I, I can't imagine turning. because It's like all even the stuff you like mentioned. It's just like, uh, oh, famous cartoonist sitting there and drawing all day. Well, Fam- what you if know, you get what about Virginia the, Beach and become a, a brewmaster? Bre- uh, brewing well, I'm just thinking of what this guy could do. Bre- oh, okay. So that's back to him again. Well, okay, yeah. Cool. I was saying if you did, right? If you were him right, right. and you were just but that's like, the difference totally is like he, he has to find like his thing, like yeah. I, like I did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you did. that's true. That's so, true. So, but but I think a big part of it is to fucking try shit. Yeah. Think about I what mean, you are, what you yeah. do like. Maybe you like you do like uh, uh, the craft of brewing. The craft apprentice of under a brewer. Heck yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you you are you you want to be an artist. Start getting your stuff out there more. You know, right. stuff like that. So, right. so yeah, I think it's time for you to try shit, man. And uh, and and honestly, when you're like, you, you you introduce it as an excuse. Last thing I'll say, but like as an excuse, like not an excuse, but as a as a thing, you, you like uh, like 
I, I just think maybe I should move to the East Coast. And it's just like, why? What's there? Unless you weren't being specific and there's something that's incredibly important to you there, like you want to go see Red Sox games or like you yeah. want to. What but, if you know the city you want, mm-hmm. go to the city. Totally. But I don't think that's it. I think he yeah. thinks it's a busier place and he'll find what he wants to do there, mm. which mm. might be true. But yeah. it's also you're going to be spending a ton more money to be yeah, there. He wants to and get you, out of here. You can find access to the thing you'd like to do online. Yeah. So just yeah. something to think about. Turn so, it around. You've best, got this. Best of luck to you, man. Hey, Matt. My name is Anthony. I'm feeling a little dipshitty lately. I just, I don't know. I'm feeling kind of lost in life, and I'm just not sure what to do. Um, working full-time, like I just really doing. Um, my dad is just kind of pushing me in whatever direction he feels like is best for me. Mm. and I don't know what to do. I just feel like I'm being forced into many situations that are beyond my control, and I just can't get out of it. And I just am in a repetitive circle of toxic people, and just my life getting dangerous, and I just want to move forward, and I just I can't. I feel like I'm stuck. Any advice? Thanks, man. Hey, Anthony. Uh, well, thanks for the the super happy, fun one mm. of the of the show. No, I'm fucking with you. That's just that sucks, dude. That really sucks. I, I think you're you're first off taking the right the right step by just saying to yourself, "This sucks." You're you're there's no part of you that was saying like, "Well, on the plus side, maybe I shouldn't be such a downer about it. Maybe I should look at it this way." All that sucks. Uh, you're you're working full time again. I don't think that's terrible, but your dad pushing you in any kind of direction he wants to, that's fucked up. It's your life. It's not his. I don't care how much money he put into feeding you or putting you through school or whatever. He does not own you and you don't have to be uh, a product of, of, of him and what he wants. You need to figure out what you want to do. And, um, as long as you're doing right by yourself, uh, don't, don't worry about him and don't be afraid to kind of stand up to him and go, you know, it's my life, pops. Easy for me to say, I know, but um, and it, it sounded like you're you're saying you're in a, you're in a repetitive circle of toxic people. I mean, I don't know, maybe you're you and your you and you and these people who you it it, 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 it sounds like these aren't even really your friends. Mm. It's the way you're referring to them. Maybe you call them your friends, but you doesn't sound like you have any kind of real real bond with them uh, beyond maybe partying or whatever. Um, you know, figure out, figure out where you want to go and figure out if these people are, are, are standing in your way or not, I guess is, is really what it is. It's, it's so funny in the show. People are, people are, are, are so vague and I kind of have to put together like, you know, de- decode it. But it, I know at the same time, I know it's very hard to get everything out and all the stuff yeah. that, you know, that, that, it, that is, is specific and probably people are afraid that if they get too specific, people listening will know who the fuck they're talking about, which is scary. <laughs> we, and yeah, I, we I had somebody that. call back once who was like, could you not play my question because the person mm-hmm. I'm talking about listens. They listen. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's 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 rough because. The most obvious example of toxic friends I think of that I always just thought of was like, oh, they 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 
they're they're heavy users they party really hard and it's bad for you but it's also negative people who are like holding you back like your dad who's who's probably as you put it pushing you in any direction he wants you to go which is 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 fucked up you can't let that let that happen easy for me to say again but it is your life and you got to kind of stand up for yourself and even if he kind of screams at you, you just got to go just put it down and go, look, man, I'm working full time. Uh, I'm not I hate this job. Um, and he's going to throw all kinds of stuff at you. But just keep holding on to the fact that it is your life. Mm. If you owe him some money, work on paying back that money. But you don't owe him anything else. Mm-hmm. So just 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 remember that. And yeah. if um, figure, you know, I wish I knew why these people were toxic. And and why you keep getting into into circles with them, but it's it's probably it's probably because of, uh, you know, one of the things they talk about, and let's say it is in terms of use, in terms of uh, um, you know, uh, overindulgence in alcohol, drugs, whatever, what have you. Um, the reason reason why, like, what I've heard from addicts is a reason why, like. One of the reasons it's hardest to stop is because, you know, obviously our biggest fear is the fear of, of the unknown. You don't know what's, you know, people who cannot imagine their lives without um, without drugs or alcohol uh, go, well, what the fuck else would I do? Like, I don't even know. And it, the point is, you don't even know. Like you're So you're afraid of that. And so you'd rather go with the devil you know, which is drugs and alcohol, than the devil you don't, than, than, than the thing you don't know, which might not be a devil, probably isn't. Um, and so that's like the hardest leap because you'd rather, you'd rather keep hurting yourself with the thing. At least you're familiar with it. At least you know what it is with the, with the unknown. You don't know what the fuck it is. So, um, I think it, uh, Anthony probably just take a, just, just, just take a big leap because anytime, fuck, I did, I'm, I just listened to, uh, uh, the, the, it's like sacrilegious to quote another podcast in your podcast, but Craig T. Nelson was an armchair ne- expert who, like, I grew up watching on Coach, and That's he was on the show pa- Parenthood and stuff. And his story of, of 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 getting sobriety and how sobriety has changed his life is so amazing and so awesome. And he ha- he's he's had this incredible career, which it it, it kind of makes the idea of like getting sober so flowery and so you know, wow, this guy's had it all. Jesus, I mean, it's they're laughing. They're all laughing about his story because it was so fucking crazy. Uh, he gets uh, he, he at one point is like he he's like on a he's on a he's in this movie, uh, with and and he's like drunk every time he's in the scene, and the director's yelling at him and mad at him. He's like fuck you. And after they rap, he flies to like he was like oh, I'll just go to Hong Kong for a while. Like what? And he's just he's just f- faded drunk, and the this the flight attendant gives him a Valium because he's so fucked up. You know, because uh, I have a headache and you've been drinking this whole flight. And he flips out so bad that like the authorities pull him off the plane when he lands <gasps> and stuff. And it and it gets it goes on from there. And this is when he's 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 married. He has two kids. And like it's just and they're laughing about it now. It's like my my point is if that's what that thing is for you, Anthony, with these friends, even if it's negativity and stuff. It's going to be so fucking hard maybe for you to get away from these people because it is the devil you know, including your father. But do it, even if you just take some time. Like, no one talked to me for a week to get my head together. Mm. Do not call me, whatever it is. I, I think no matter how rough it, it is now, there will come a day where you'll laugh about it. Where you'll be like, fuck, that really sucked. You know, <laughs> where you're kind of just like, yeah, yeah shit. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's like when you, when, you, when you like listen to them on that show talking about 
you know, two sober people exchanging those stories of how low they got. But it's the funniest story in mm-hmm. the end because there's all these amazing, ridiculous moments. So uh, uh, the the point is, you know, today sucks. Look to tomorrow. I yeah. guess what I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so interestingly enough, what I've learned about in therapy recently okay. is how interlinking a control, a con- over controlling parent and toxic friends are. Wow. Well, yeah. Because it has to do with lack with personal boundaries and self worth. And so when you don't have the boundaries because you didn't have the boundary with the parent, you then don't have the boundary with the peers and then people kind of start running your life and then you're attracting people who have savior complexes or whatever or are bossy or enjoy kind of having that power over you. Yeah. So like it's interesting because it's literally what I just learned in therapy. (laughs) I just learned this. Sorry, Dad. I love you. Thanks for the equipment, but like you already know, because um, mm. like because like my dad and I had to go on a break for five years. Wow, we were on a break, right from friends. That was me, and my yeah, dad. Sure, sure, sure. And like during and like during that time, like I like I really had to work on my self worth, which created healthy boundaries. And then I have like two friends left from that period of time. Everybody else has been shed. And I even posted about this on Instagram today because I just like recently shed another person who like I had kind of considered one of my best friends, but like I had discovered in the last four months all the gossip he'd been sharing about me. Like, so when I thought I was like secrets and like personal whatever it was being and so like I'm not going to put up with that you know and like I went through the process of confronting that person and that person admitted to it and then they didn't apologize and that was hard and that wasn't easy but now it's leaving me space for somebody who is gonna respect and have that you know and and back to your point of like take a week to be by yourself and reevaluate like Buddy, like, don't be afraid to be alone for a little while. Yep, it's It's, healthy. It is really healthy. It can be really shitty. And then eventually, once you've mastered it, you're going to want it more. Yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing quite like smoking weed and dancing with yourself in your apartment. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) You should see me. I go crazy. Yeah. But like, now I just have, I have such like badass friends and like, who do like lit projects. I've never said that word before in my life. And uh, we all think like what each other is doing and we build each other up and it's super cool. And like, it took time, but like my dad backed off and like, so, but you know, the work's got to start with you and like self-worth boundary setting. And I think you'd be surprised like how you evolve. Yeah, and I, I think it, so. it's 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 also like Anthony. I don't think I don't think you're liking yourself a lot right now, and you're doing what everybody does when they're in that situation where they blame themselves. I think don't blame yourself. It's really hard. It's really fucking hard to look in a mirror and say like I like who you are and you're okay and um you know and and, and you know you 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 probably haven't been told that you're that you're great you know in a, in a in a long time or maybe even ever by your dad, if he's kind of pushing you wherever he wants you to be. But you know, that's his problem. That's not yours. So, you know, yeah, we think you're great. You called in. Good job. Good job. It's so, it's so funny when you mentioned the, the thing of like, um, I'm not, you know, like, of, of like, um, people that are gossipy and about your shit. Cause it's like how you, 
you were con- you were confiding in this person. They were they yeah. were telling people, and it's it's I I just finished that they're all online now. But um this this Game of Thrones recap for Talk yeah. House, yeah, yeah. you know you know yeah. uh, for people on the list, it's called uh, Matt Bronger loves Game of Thrones, but not as much as you do because it's like I like that show, but it's it's also fucking ridiculous, and <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah. everyone knows that. Even yeah, even this last season that's, that's just been, been a fun series nuts. that you did. It has been fun. Yeah. This season is too, super just like abruptly wrapped up with a bow, and that's why people have that petition, which I think is the dumbest thing in the world, like to get them to rewrite it. Yeah. Like, Shut up. But like, <laughs> it's so funny that uh, Jon Snow, I mean, spoiler, if you haven't watched the show, I'm sorry, but yeah. by the time this comes out, you will have had a million chances. Which but is today. <laughs> he, basically, he basically says yes, but he basically like finds out he's the true heir to the throne, and like... He goes and confides in like three people and they of course all do the you can't tell anyone about this, okay? It's like Jesus Christ. Anyone who does that, it's like you're breaking a secret. You're yeah. breaking one. Yeah, and yeah, we've yeah. all done this. We've all done this, but it's kind of like it's like it's it's not cool. And that's high school shit. Yeah. So even and I'm sure that's what that guy was doing. Yeah. But it's still fucked up. Because he's giving them something you asked to not give yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and that then person like, and was, then like that was high vilifying school. me over it, right? Well, and probably being so. like, "Well, everyone does it, you know." Or just yeah. like, you know, what's yeah. the big deal? Yeah, yeah. okay, sorry, fuck. It's just, it's just the, yeah, it's just what happened, whatever. And then I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the, so it, it just yeah. It's, I mean, and it sucks, and I, I I'm saying it smiling right now, but mm-hmm. it's like. Because at the end of the day, as much as trust me, I'm hurt and I like made some angsty art over it. Like, good, like leave because like, man, I got my birthday is coming up and I've had so many people message me every day being like, I can't wait for whatever weird shit you're going to put us through. Nice. You know, and I'm like, cool. That's I let me invest more time. Yeah. And with the people those that where it, where, people. It, where, it, where, it, where it matters and they're actually there for you and they check in on you. And yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've had so many uh, distant friends who have kind of come around and they make a point to be like, Hey, what are you, what are you doing? Like they find out I'm somewhere and they're like, you know, how's Nashville or whatever. Oh, cool. So, I love that. Yeah. yeah good. This episode comes out today. Well, cause we didn't have anything for today. So I was going to like okay. rush edit it. Well, and fucking then, like, perfect. Then I'll promote the shows this week. Yeah. Is that cool? If I just, I shout them out now. Yeah. 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 Okay. Do it now. Do All right, it cool. Now. So I'll be in uh, Nashville at Zany's, uh, Tomorrow, uh, May 22nd. After that, I'll be at Stand Up Live in Huntsville, Alabama, uh, May 23rd. After that, I'll be at the Club 337 in Lafayette, Louisiana. 337. 337, which is in a club they set up inside a hotel. So I'm psyched oh, for yeah, that. Yeah, you told me that's Yeah, cool. and then uh, I'll be in Houston on Saturday at the White Oak Music Hall. And I'm really trying to get people to these shows. I've had the damnedest time uh, trying to get the word out to people. I just know... It always happens. As soon as I get off the road, people are like, hey, when are you coming to Houston? Like, I was just fucking there. Like, that happens to every comedian. <laughs> but it's so, it's so lucky this is coming out today, so yeah. I can just I can shout it out. But, uh, yeah. Rush so, delivery. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, you know, hit me up if you're, if you're online, if you're, like, super strapped for dough, but you still want to go. I'll see what I can do. I usually have a little bit of a list. It depends on the club, but doesn't hurt to reach out. Hey. And it, 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 comedy clubs... Uh, and venues more often than not would rather have asses and seats than get to that where where people will be eating or drinking in those seats than have them empty. So hey, reach out, you but, know. And it's Mental Health Awareness Month, mm-hmm. and like nothing, oh, cool. like nothing like a good laugh to get it out. Yeah. So come on out, guys. Uh, all new stuff from the the special from uh, nothing off of Finally Live in Portland. <laughs>
cool. So, all right. Well, awesome. Uh, appreciate your calls, everybody. The phone number is 323-763-0228. And um, we're about to really add a bunch of stuff to social media coming up. I've been working on some things. Cool. And Patreon. Patreon is rolling. I know we need an after shit show. We didn't do one after the last episode. Okay. But we got you guys. We're there. We're there. We're here. We support those who are queer. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt from.